Hi church, my name is Chandler and today is day 20 of the 90 day challenge. This week we are growing in a lifestyle of worship through building a habit of remaining in the gospel. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Worship is what we were created for. This is the final end of all existence, the worship of God. God created the universe so that it would display the worth of his glory, and he created us so that we would see this glory and reflect it by knowing and loving him with all our heart and soul and mind and strength. Today, we are reflecting on our journey of growing in godly character. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-9 through nine says this, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to your goodness knowledge, and to your knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. This opening idea in 2 Peter reminds us that everything we need to live the lives that God has called us to live has been given to us. It is through the knowledge of Him who called us. Knowledge in this passage is referring to much more than just a factual knowledge. Instead, it refers to our personal encounter with Jesus Christ and continued relationship with Him. And this encounter that we have had and continue to have with Jesus is not of our own doing. It is from him who called us. So Jesus both called us to relationship with him and gives us everything we need to live the way that he calls us to live. What Jesus provides for us is abundantly necessary. We are by nature full of evil desires in our hearts. And it is through this relationship with Jesus that we have been given the ability to escape this way in which the rest of the world operates. 
This is by no means implying that the Christian will be free of sin in this life, but we are given everything that we need in order to become more like Jesus. It is not merely a lack of effort that can lead us away from living this kind of life, but it is the fact that we can so easily forget that we have been cleansed from our past sins through the blood of Christ. In other words, we can so easily forget to remain in the gospel. In the middle of this passage, Peter gives some practical advice for how to grow to be more godly in our character. He lists eight virtues to strive for. However, as he says before and after the list, it is important to remember that we do not go about trying to become these things on our own. Even within the list itself, it begins with faith. By building upon our faith and knowledge of Christ, we can work through his power to possess these virtues, becoming more like him in the process. This passage should not be taken to mean that one must master the first virtue on the list before being able to learn the next. However, built on a foundation of faith, the end goal of all of these virtues listed is to grow in our love for others. When I read a passage like this, I often think, okay, yeah, Peter, these are great things. I definitely want to be a person who is characterized by faith, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love. But how do I actually go about this? A revolutionary idea for me in this area came from the C.S. Lewis book, Mere Christianity. For those who have yet to read it, the novel is divided into four books, which lead the reader step-by-step from arguments for God's existence to basic Christian belief to Christian behavior and ending with a book rich with theology about the nature of God that I have found to be extremely practical at many points throughout. In this last book, the seventh chapter called Let's Pretend, Lewis talks about a story where a man had to wear a mask that made him look nicer than he really was for a whole year. By the end of the year, when he took the mask off, it turned out that he had been formed to be like the mask that he was wearing. He relates this story to the biblical idea of putting on Christ. In a sense, when we put on Christ, we are pretending to be something or someone who we are not. But in the process of doing this, we actually begin to become more and more like Jesus. This is what was revolutionary to me. I don't have to feel like I'm ready to become more like these virtues that Peter listed in his letter. I don't have to will myself to even be these things right away. Instead, through faith, putting on Christ each day, I can start pretending that I am more like the person who I want to be, and through the power of my knowledge of Christ, in the work of the Holy Spirit, he will transform me into someone who actually is those things. If this idea intrigues you, I highly recommend reading this chapter. Again, it's book four, chapter seven of Mere Christianity, or really just to read the entire book. I love it a lot. But regardless of this, we can all think about this list of virtues in this passage and ponder the ways in which Jesus embodied them. And then, what if today you decided to try one on? Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-9 through nine says, 
His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to your goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control into self-control perseverance, into perseverance godliness, into godliness mutual affection, into mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. What word or phrase jumped out at you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to any of this? Jesus, thank you for being our perfect example of a life of godliness. Thank you for your death and resurrection, which gives us grace to know you and have a relationship with you. Thank you for giving us everything that we need in order to become more like you. Help us to remain in the gospel every day of our lives. Empower us to become less of the sinful people who we tend to be and more of the person who you are. Help us to put on your very nature and use our faithful obedience to transform us into your likeness each day. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. As we take these reflections into the coming day, let us not forget the words of the Shema from Deuteronomy 6, 4 and 5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did loving God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen. <laughs>